The following program is intended for mature audiences. The time is now for the hardest hitting, yet completely trivial, football show on the planet. You are in rarefied territory. Ladies and gentlemen, well, well to the broken helmet. Let's rock. Coming to you live on tape on this Saturday, December 2nd, 2023, where we are two-thirds done with the NFL season, equating to six more Sundays of regular season NFL action. And as we get ready to discuss week 13, we are also in the midst of a ton of American culture action. For one, it is full-fledged Christmas season. And that means Christmas trees are on top of cars, on the highways and byways, everywhere. Very questionably tied atop those cars. You never know when the one's just going to roll off and just smash another car and create havoc. Never happens, but whenever you see these cars flying up and down the highways, I swear to God, it looks like every other tree is going to come off the top of them. So you got that going on this weekend. It was going on last weekend, but this weekend you really see the cars just slam the top with trees. Second thing is the 20th anniversary of a select film. Chris, do you know what very popular, I would say, historic movie is celebrating its 20th year anniversary this year? You don't even have to keep going. Because you know? It's got to be Elf. Ah, congratulations, Jess. 20 years of Elf being celebrated this weekend. I didn't even know that, and then I had gone to my Facebook, and then one of my friends had posted that he went to go see it. I guess they re-released it in the theaters, and he had went to go see it for the 20th year. And I said, damn it, man. I, 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 remember, I remember seeing that in the theater uh, with my girlfriend, now wife, and uh, Sydney who you are friends with because you're friends with their family when she was like itty bitty tiny girl. I mean, I, I think she might've been, I don't know, 12, 10, 10 to 12. Wow. Well, 20 years now, it's gotta be less than that. Yeah. I mean, she had to be younger than that because she's not 30 yet. Is she? No. Uh, maybe she's just turning 30. Yeah. She's, she's not 30 yet. I don't think. Yeah. So, and for those unfamiliar, uh, who we are talking to, my, me and my wife used to live down in Florida. We moved up here. My brother ended up traveling down to Florida for his rehabilitation, uh, journey. And ultimately his sponsor was my wife's uncle-in-law. And when we were down in Florida, we used to hang out with them all the time. And uh, Sydney, who I had referenced, is my uh, wife's cousin. And she was tiny, and we went, you know, with her when she was like, you know, anybody. Now she's she's pregnant with her second uh, child. So congratulations to Sid. And so a story that means nothing to anybody. All I'm trying to say is that you know, 20 years is a long goddamn time, especially when you have something to trace that time, such as you know. A 28-year-old who you remember as being like, you know, eight or whatever. So, uh, but that was another thing this weekend. Did you see Elf in the theaters or did you see it at home? I did. I saw it with uh, everybody's favorite ex-girlfriend, Amanda Gisualdi. Oh, okay. Well, you don't have to name 
you don't need to name drop, but you did. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Luckily, um, yeah, luckily she nor anybody else that was a part of her life is listening to this n- no matter what. Well, so. you never know if they happen to tune in, but if they do, then they know that she was your favorite. So she was your favorite yeah. ex-girlfriend, uh, as you just said. So, and, and I, the, I don't sense any sarcasm in that, so it was probably a positive. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so that's like pop culture stuff. One other one, which was an absolute disaster today, was in the video game world, where there was a huge update to Fortnite. And anybody who actually plays it, or anybody who has kids that play it, or anybody that plays it with their kids... Tried to jump in to the update today for the live event, which, you know, it's usually like a 15-minute thing, and they kept pumping it. It it featured Eminem, and you kind of knew what you were getting. But if you tried to log in today, you were just met with outright denial, constant denial. I mean, to the point that they would tell you to wait two hours in queue. You would hop in there. All of a sudden, go wait another hour and a half in the queue. And in the process, uh, it screwed up a lot of devices. I, I, I know this for a fact because I've been dealing with two of them. And I was able to fix one. Uh, my one my one son switch I was able to fix. The other one, whatever this Fortnite update did, it screwed it up royally that I had to do a, a reset to the device. And it completely took hours because now I, I, I screwed up the, the switch and I can't get any of the data back. I, I can't link it to the accounts. I, it's just an absolute nightmare. And then if you go online and you search like Down Detector or the Epic Games uh, chat room or Reddit, I mean, it is just, uh, people just have chain guns out. Just mowing people down. Not mowing people down, mowing Epic down. And I know that's probably not, uh, you know, culturally acceptable to use sound bites like that, but I, unfortunately you could suck it because it, it's funny. It is what it is. But <laughs> Unfortunately, because I... Don't care. Yeah, I, I, whatever. You know, I, I, I mean, you take it literal, you know, go fuck yourself. So um, as, as the great Elon Musk, there was another uh, hot topic thing this week was Elon Musk going on live TV on CNBC and just not caring that they were live and telling uh, all the advertisers that wanted to pull their ads from his X platform to go fuck themselves. Those words. And then when the C- Aaron Sorkin, the CBS, CNBC host, Kind of was like, oh, well, maybe we shouldn't do that. He just doubled down and was like, let me just say that again. Go fuck yourself. I, I, I don't know how more clear to say it. It was like, oh, shit. He, Go Elon people, Musk. People fucking hate him, and I have this weird love for him. I I, I don't know. I, I, I'm the, like, you know, if you think about Tesla and you know anything about cars – and the, car, the automotive industry, uh, whether it's repair or cars itself, I, and then if you want to go into like the regulatory environment, and if you want to go into you know like stocks and all, I mean he has just done crazy shit, right? And and Teslas, I everybody they're they're basically the apple of cars, and the fanboys are the same, and it it's going to be proven over time whether or not all this shit is legit, right? I mean. Tesla to me just feels like a farce, but I, I mean, their cars, everybody seems to love them, and even with all the problems, you know, but you like him because he just has a middle finger up at the establishment, I guess. I like him because he is doing things with his money with no regard to to anybody else around him. And I love that. Well, I mean, 
Sure. I, I just don't know if it's genuine or not, right? Like, I, I would imagine X is probably the venture that you're thinking about the most. Uh, I mean, it's X. It's it's his Cybertruck. His Cybertruck was another event that came that took place this week. Yeah, I I mean, I I personally, as a social media uh, I platform that you know, talking about which ones you use the most, like. X is definitely X Twitter is what I use more than I use anything else. Like I, I actually go in that because I don't, I don't really care too much about flipping through reels as much as like, I actually follow sports and news and people tend to understand, you know, like people tend to report news on, on Twitter more than they do. Instagram or uh, uh, TikTok or you know what I mean like that. Sure. I don't care about that. I, I care more about reading the news than I do about. And with like Twitter, you actually get like a little bit of video plus you know reports. Plus, there's like fun little like history bits in there. Whatever, regardless. Uh, but I'm I'm speaking more along the lines of just everything from his you know trips to space to his Tesla's I don't give a fuck about his Cybertruck thing but um looks pretty cool you know, I'm going to be honest it, I I, I it watched looks, a whole bunch of reviews of it it looks cool as shit Yeah it looks cool I it's definitely not a car I'll ever own but um it it looks cool sure I well it's not in the look I like I I want to I want to try the flywire driving the, the flywire steering where you know you, you don't turn the wheel around and around. You basically just turn it all the way to one side or all the way to the other side, and it does the full range of, uh, you know, the turn turning that you would accomplish by spinning a wheel around and around and around. So right, and I I mean they say it goes zero to sixty in like I I think three seconds flat or two six or something like that. Which I mean in, in a yeah. truck that big. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, but, uh, but yeah, I, I so Elon Musk was in the news. Another pop culture thing, uh, video games is where I, I had left off with, with the epic. I completed another disaster in, in Fortnite, but then we switch over to sports, which is more in line with our podcast here, and we have yet another disaster, and specifically college football, where that fucking asshole, Nick Saban after pulling a horseshoe out of his ass in the Iron Bowl game last week, which he should have lost, right? I mean, to the defensive back that was covering that guy, just tackle him. It's only 15 yards. You, you, know, you got to get the first down. But just don't give him the touchdown. Just tackle him. I mean, that is the one mistake in the college football game rules is that, you know, I mean, you can just tackle anybody if you're burnt because it's only 15 yards. It's not the pros. Not in the end zone. Not in the end zone, though. Well, where does it go? It goes to the one. Does it go to the one? You yeah, you can't tackle a guy. In the, oh, you know what? Now I'm questioning myself because you're because you're making me question myself. I I, 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 I again I I don't watch football college football enough to know the different differentiation between I don't, all that's of the a rules. Really good, that's a really good question. I thought I thought that was a, a the same rule across all platforms that if you get tackled in the end zone, it's. It goes to the one, but I could be wrong. I, maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't know. I, I thought college football was 15 yards, but maybe there all maybe there is asterisks for in the end zone. Regardless, I you know I mean you were burnt. Just just tackle the guy, right? I mean you can't defend it. Just tackle him. At least in the one, just don't you know? It was like ah, oh, you're done, dude. But anyway, he pulls that horseshoe out of his ass. Is my point. And then he turns around 
and he beats number one Georgia today. So now you have an absolute logjam here trying to get into slots four and or, or three and four. Georgia loses, so one's done. Michigan currently is beating Iowa. They look like they're going to win. They're going to move up to one. Washington beat Oregon. Oregon, I, I mean, that game actually got close at the end there. Uh, I, you know, it wasn't close, and it got close. It was, it was crazy how Oregon came back and, and got that. They needed two scores. They got one super late. But regardless, Washington wins. They, they'll move up to two. So now you have Florida State currently playing Louisville. They're at 3 nothing, but you never know what's going to happen in this game. Let's assume that they win, stay undefeated. You would think that they probably go up to three. And then that leaves you Georgia, Texas, who won today, Alabama, who beat Georgia, and I don't know, that's about it. And then Ohio State, who doesn't play today, but they only have one loss. So what do you do with all those teams? Who goes into the... Now, if Florida State loses today, then Georgia is pretty much a lock, and then you got to decide between Texas and Alabama. But Yeah, but Texas and Alabama then have to leapfrog Ohio State. Well, that's I, the crazy part. Yeah, but I mean, that's just the way it is, right? Ohio State didn't play; those guys do. They won; they go ahead of them. I guess. So I, you know, that that's it. It's just going to be a mess. And if Georgia ends up falling out of the top four after being one, no, they won't. They I, won't. You never know, dude. If Michigan goes up, Washington goes up, Florida State goes up, and then Texas and Alabama are sitting there. Alabama's looking at Georgia, and they're like, "We just beat you." Ohio State's like, "Well, we lost the only game that we lost this year was to number one Michigan." You know, I mean, who who gets the number four slot? It's just ugly. It's just ugly, and I it just it just so frustrating because had Alabama la- lost last week and got the second loss, it wouldn't have mattered. Right, the fact that they beat Georgia, they wouldn't have been in contention anyway. Then it would have been Georgia versus, I guess, Texas or Florida State lost, or you know, I, I don't, I don't know. You know, it just would have been a lot cleaner. But now, Florida, him, Florida State is is in no matter what. They lose, they're not. They lose, they're out. Oh, they're they're not going to lose to Louisville. Oh well, we're going to find out. So anyway, that's what we got going in the you know in the disasterville of week 13 around the NFL, not necessarily the NFL. So then we'll dive into the NFL. And so I am going to open it up with this question for you, and this will be the only one before we jump into the rest of the uh, into our downs where we'll go through our stats. We'll talk about the best games of the week and then go into all the rest and then our bets. But we always start chewing the fat a little bit. Uh, I was on an interview this week, sports sports related, betting related, and the question was posed, neutral field, San Francisco versus Kansas City, what do you make the line? And so I'll throw that to you. <laughs> That's fucked up. Neutral field? Yeah, there is no right or wrong answer. It was just a conversation piece and just to kind of see the way that your mind works. Sure, I get it. So, uh, as it stands, as the week we're like at the week we're in right now? Yeah, it was th- this week. Okay. Tomorrow. Uh, neutral field, San Francisco, Kansas City, Kansas City coming off a really ugly game against Las Vegas and San Francisco 
putting with everybody in their lineup, they're undefeated with all of their players in the lineup. They're undefeated. San Francisco minus three and a half. Oh, so congratulations, because that is exactly what I said. I gave the same line. And so I originally I said, you know, I, I don't know. I said San Francisco three to three and a half. I don't know which way I go. I probably end up going with three and then the hook, right? And so then it, it and it just started conversation between us and the one individual that he started talking about this week because, as you know, Philadelphia is going to end up being a home dog this week to the 49ers, and that is a, a three-point home dog. So if you take three points as kind of the textbook, you know, home favorite, right? If you if you put them in San Francisco, now you're talking about the Eagles being what six point dog on the road to San Francisco. Now I don't At necessarily. Most. I now I don't think it necessarily works that way anymore. But you know, by the book, if you're trying to fit, you know, that's kind of the way that they do it. Home home field three points, you are somewhere thereabouts. But if it's three in Philly. And then you go to San Francisco, it's got to be something more, right? So does three go to four and a half? Does it go to five? Does it go all the way to six? Yeah, and, and that... Mm, I don't... I mean, I, I, I'm hard-pressed to believe it's really going to be that much more. I, I only think that it's three points as is because the Eagles played 90-something plays against the Bills last week. I, I, who knows? I, you know, whatever algorithm and, you know, whatever odd methodology is used to make the lines at book X, book Y, book Z, it's, 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 it's all around the same three, three and a half for the Eagles at home, you know, whatever the logic is. And, you know, one would think, and translate that to San Francisco versus Kansas City, which you're doing AFC, NFC for a Super Bowl. Um, what would you think it would? And it would be like, yeah, you know, I, I gave the same one. I said three and a half. I said three, three and a half, and in the end, I'd probably go three in the hook. That's because so. if you go if you go two and a half, everyone's going to bet San Francisco. But if you go over the hook, you're now creating what Vegas wants, which is controversy. Yeah, I guess. I, I, I guess it was it. The question was just fun to engage in in an interview for one. And two, it was fun to think about because when you do, you do try to extrapolate it to home fields and how much that should sway point spreads and where would that leave you with the spreads that you're seeing right now, it's just kind of like, wow, it is kind of crazy to think that, that, that you could see the Eagles as such a big, a big underdog on the road or the same with the Chiefs. So anyway, we'll jump into the to the show here because we won't want to keep ourselves on track here today. So like I said, first down we'll do some quick stats. Second down the games. Third we'll go through the rest of the docket, and then fourth we will go into our wagering. So, and if you want to, I I try to time code this every week, so you can go in into the descriptions and then just jump around however you see fit. So, with that said, we will jump into all of our stats. First down. First down. Okay, so where do we stand after 12 weeks of the regular season? Well, last week, Chris hit his best bet, so congratulations to you. 
Uh, I got a push. So on the year, Chris has got 55 of his best bets coming in. I've only got 40. As for the super picks, I did a little bit better. I was 3-1. and one. Chris was 1-4, and four, but he still got me there. 53% to 45. The 272, where we pick every single game. We are both 8-7. and seven. I still got Chris a little bit there. 51-46. to 46, So we kind of flip. He's got my super picks. I've got him in the 272. How we measured up against everybody else, that being the Sharps, Moneys, and the Tickets. Well, everybody did good last week. And if you didn't hear, I'll just tell you again. Uh, for, well, I'll tell you, and if you did hear, I'll tell you again, that the books last week got demolished. And here's the reason why. Sharps were 9-5. and five, The money was 9-6. and six, And the tickets were 11-4. and four. And uh, reason being is when we get to it, the favorites just destroyed last week so uh anyway we i came in below all of them on the year it's still the money and the tickets that are in the lead the tickets the joes still have it they're 54 percent on the year the sharps haven't got over 500 quite yet so we're getting late in the season but they've been picking it up as of late so parlays uh, i was one and three with mine chris was zero and two teasers uh, i didn't bet any chris missed his so, as for the trends now, talking about the favorites and the dogs, because I just mentioned them before, the favorites won last week, like I said, 11-4. to four, And of the four dogs, they all won. And on the year now, dogs winning outright is 77% of all dogs winning. I mean, it, it's just nuts. And what it killed me is I, I remember last week I tried to do the round robin with the, with the dogs, and I just... Didn't pick the right ones. I, I, I picked one of three. And uh, I was like, God damn it. I, I just, you know, I should have picked the other ones. But Brutal. anyway. Yeah, I know. So uh, home dogs, nothing. Two for seven. Uh, you know, they could st- t- continue to struggle. They're 48% on the year. Overs and unders were split at eight. And eight uh, unders still coming in at 60%, though. Teasers were are both in the 70% range for the year. Overs still struggling to get over the 60 70% mark. They're at 65% on the year. And teams with a halftime lead were 12 and 2. So they still have 79% of the time during the year that the halftime team has a, the halftime team has a lead. The team that has a halftime lead ends up winning. Uh, I, that whole thing was just not good English. But anyway, uh, do you want to take a stab at the two teams that lost their halftime lead? <laughs> Uh, One, I think, should be near and dear to your heart based on uh, what we talked about last week. The Bills. Yeah, congratulations. That was one. The... Oof. Uh, Hold on. The... Uh, Chargers. No. It ended up being the Steelers. The Steelers. They were behind on the Bengals. And then they ended um, up rallying at the end to uh, take that. So, But I knew you'd get the be- the Bills because they blew that one. And you bet them last week, if I'm not mistaken, in a couple of spots, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, But anyway, so that that's how it fared out. Again, it, it's right now, favorites have a small lead. It's the unders. The unders all year have been the one trend. Uh, teams just have, have had trouble scoring last week. It was split. But even when you look at it, I, you know, it, it's just unders, unders all day. So 
That's been the one trend. Um, so here we go. We'll go into our three games. We will take a look uh, first at the Texans-Broncos. Then we will check out the Chiefs and Packers. And then finally, you know, the, what's going to be probably the NFC Championship game, which is the 49ers-Eagles, that game to be played in Philadelphia. So that's how we will uh, get down here in Week 13. And away we go. Second down. Second down. And so, like I said, we will hop in the jet and take off first to Houston, where the Texans will be hosting the Broncos. The Broncos, where out of nowhere, they just took off like a rocket ship. They look dead in the water, and now they have just really rose to the top. Their defense is playing super well. Uh, offense is functional, I guess, and so they are now going to take their team on the road and face off against C.J. Stroud and company. Right now, the Texans are three-point favorite at home. The over-under is 47.5 points. It's a trifecta game where the Sharps, tickets, and money are all on Houston. 68% is the heaviest of those stats, and that belongs to the money pool. So uh, the money flowing in on C.J. Stroud, thinking that they are going to take this three-point spread and cover that sucker. So I don't know. where Where do you think... You would go with this game. I I took the Broncos last week. I think you did not. We were on opposite ends on that one. And now you get to join me here and hop on the Broncos again because that is where I am going to make my pick. Yeah, I'm not going to, although... I didn't think you were. I'm not going to take the Broncos. Although, uh, what's his name? Their tight end's not going to be playing for Houston Schultz. Uh, I'm still going to take, I, I listen, I don't, I don't believe in what Denver's done to win these games. I, I just don't. I, well, that I, was going to be my why. follow-up question for you. Is that, is you doing it because you think Denver's just full of shit? I do. I, I think they're totally full of shit. Although I don't think Houston's like <laughs> record breaking, uh, you know, record breaking team. I don't think they're like amazing. I, I just, I don't think Denver's as good as this five-game winning streak. And everybody's like, oh, my God, their defense is just amazing. And they're just, they're you know, they're, they're going to be amazing. They're going to go as far as, uh, uh, you know, far into the playoffs with this team. Like, no, they're not. Like, well, no, they're not. Uh, you, you don't know, again, if you want to look at the playoff breakout right now, reason we picked this game is that Houston and Denver are 8-9. And so that means that they are both one game out. Well, they're not even one game out. They're just one team behind in the playoff hunt, and that would be Indianapolis. They are one game behind the sixth seed or wild card team, that would be. And that's the Cleveland Browns at 7-4. and four. And then Pittsburgh, who is the other wild card at 7-4. and four. So you've got six and five Broncos, six and five Texans, six and five Colts, just behind the seven and four Browns and seven and four Steelers. So it is a logjam of mediocrity here in the AFC, and there's no and, and your Bills, who you've loved all year, are just six and six, so they're not that far behind. So they could still you know get throw their hat in the ring here at some point. They got to turn it around a little bit, but um, I I don't know. I mean Denver's defense has. Definitely turned it around. Uh, I think, if anything, maybe their offense is the part that I'm more suspect of. Right? I mean, uh, yeah, I agree with that. 
you know, the, the, the whole Russell Wilson thing, I'm kind of like, eh, you know, I don't know. You know, their, their running game is functional, but really hasn't been overly impressive. And they've been kind of grinding out some, like, really mediocre wins. Yeah, I think that the biggest issue they're going to face is going to be that they, they're they in a division that is, you know, very... Um, uh, top heavy, right? They're, 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 I consider the Chargers as bad as the Chargers are. I still think like they're, they're a solid opponent, right? Like they're going to be in every game. I think the Kansas City Chiefs are very uh, competitive and probably top three in the conference, if not the league. And then even the Raiders, as bad as the Raiders are, at least they're very, Competitive, so it's a very it's a top heavy competitive division, so that sucks for them, right? And how many games do they have left against? Do they have to play the Chiefs again, or did they already play them twice? No, well, that's where I was going to go next. So if you want to look back, I, you know, this is going to start week four. Um, so they are what six and two over their last eight, right? And they did the Chiefs, which the NFL has done with a bunch of teams this year. Um, they've done uh, division rivals, I think, in two out of three weeks. So they placed the Chiefs, Packers, and then the Chiefs again. Um, and so that, that's what they did. But anyway, they beat the Bears by three points. Then they lost to the Jets. They lost to the Chiefs. Then they beat the Packers by two points. And when the Packers at that point were not good. And then they beat the Chiefs, which is a solid win. They beat the Bills by two points, solid win. Uh, they eked out that Vikings win on, that was Monday Night Football, I think, or Sunday Night, Monday Night, right? That was just a mm-hmm. couple weeks ago, but that's how, how my, my mind forgets things. Uh, and that was the touchdown at the end, and then they beat up on a Browns team that just, I, you know, it was completely lost last week, and Miles Garrett was hurt after the game, and, you know, they beat them. So I'm, I'm saying they're, eating, you know, they're eking out bad wins. I, you know, Chiefs win was good, and the Bills win was good, so I got to give them a little more credit than that, but... You know, it's not a team that you see and you're like, no, they've really turned it around. You kind of look at them, and I think to your point, like, yeah, they got a five-game winning streak. You know, kudos, but, uh, you know, I'm not really sold on it. So they don't have to play the Chiefs twice to your your question. They do have to play, coming up, Chargers, Lions, Pats, Chargers, Raiders. So they got to do the Chargers two and four weeks. Okay, so the Chargers, which, you know, which sucks because even though that sucks for the Broncos, because, like, even the Raiders game, where's the Raiders game? Raiders game is the final game of the season. Where And where is it? In Las Vegas. Yeah. Like, even though the Raiders suck, that you know that they're all going to come out to fucking play. Like, that, that they still hate each other that much, just like the Chargers. Like, that, those, those division rivals suck for... I just don't believe in them. They they could they could Houston might win this game by by two scores. Wow. And then everyone and then everyone's going to be like, "Oh, the Broncos aren't actually as good as everybody thought." Yeah, I, yeah, that would be the that would be the hot take, you know, the next morning Monday morning quarterback that would be the hot take. Yeah, I guess we were all wrong. Yeah, well, here's the question that I have about the Broncos team. So, of their five-game win streak, four of these have been at home. And then they have the one good win against the Bills, but maybe it's not a good win because the Bills look pretty shitty, right? But 
it was Packers at home, Chiefs at home, Bills on the road, Vikings at home, Browns at home. So now you've got to go out and you've got to go on the road and you've got to go to Houston. So the question is, I don't know, are, are they a different team on the road? We, we don't really know. We've only seen them once on the road in the past five weeks. So yeah. it's been kind of cushy for them to sit at home this whole time. And now we get to see them go out on the road and they're going to have a two-game, they're going to have a three-game stretch here in Houston, in Los Angeles, take on the Chargers, and then in Detroit. You know. And yeah, their, their, their schedule sucks. Yeah, not as bad as not as bad as the Raiders, but it, it's it's pretty bad. Well, it's just you know you've been home for five weeks or, or four out of five weeks. Now you're going to be on the road for three straight weeks. The only benefit is like you know the Chargers lose this week. I, who knows? They could fire Staley. You know, I mean, it's like the Char- Chargers could pack it up at any given mo- moment. The Raider, the Lions game is going to be tough, and then I guess this Houston game is going to be tough too because they're they're in the thick of it. Patriots after that is going to be a lot. We're going to the Broncos schedule here, but anyway, um, so I guess that's the question you have. I I think I'm going to take the Broncos here. I, I I know they're streaking. I know that my gut says that Houston probably is to play, but I, I still have question as to whether or not Houston is consistent enough, and I I, I think. The one thing, even though they haven't been winning by big margins or they're like anything that you would write home about, I think the Broncos have a little bit of consistency here. And so I could see it a, fought, a tight fought game. I could see the Broncos winning. Um, but to your point, yeah, I, I guess Stroud could probably go nutso in this game and tank Dell and, and Nico Collins and they end up winning by two scores. I, the Broncos will not win by two scores. That's a guarantee. Guaranteed. Right. But. Houston could. I agree with you there. Houston could very easily have 500 yards in this game. Yeah, because if this ends up being the Broncos are full of shit, then Houston could, you know, just open it up and Stroud could just throw all over the goddamn place because he's been throwing anyway, right? Like he equated himself to Stephen Curry, you know, shoot or shoot. So I'm not going to stop doing what I do. When it's like, ah, I hate to break it to you, brother. It just like, it doesn't work that way. You know, you, you can't just like just continually throw the ball over the goddamn field because you feel like it. Nor can, nor can you just say that to like the public. Yeah, you're I, supposed I, to like not say those things. But okay. Yeah, well, I was like when Justin Fields earlier in the year it was just like you know what I got to stop listening to the coaches. I just got to be me. <laughs> so, yeah, like, I think oh, they want shit, me to like dude. work in a system too much. Like, <laughs> okay, yeah, fucking like, NFL, NFL football. That's kind of how it works. But, what are you talking about, dude? Like, stop. Just stop talking. Yeah. So, but anyway, so uh, that will be the first of the game. We're going to be on opposite ends there. Uh, like my brother said, he is going to like C.J. Stroud at home. I'm going to be the other way, and we'll find out what happens. So the next game, we will fly to Lambeau Field, and this will end up being the Sunday night extravaganza between the Green Bay Packers and the Kansas City Chiefs, some of the original National Football League teams. Well, the Chiefs were the AFL, maybe, I don't know. Fucking that up. But anyway, go back to my John Facenza voice, where the Chiefs will be a road favorite by six points in Lambeau Field. 42 and a half is the over-under. Uh, back to just talking. Normally, it is going to be a pros-Joes game. The Joes are on the Packers. 57% of the tickets are with Green Bay, while the Sharps and 54% of the money pool is with Kansas City. So, 
you know, Green Bay now is another one of these teams that people have been talking about. And I wiped, you know, I wiped my ass with the Packers for a while now. And now I've got to, you know, pump the brakes once again and say, yeah, you know, maybe, maybe I'm just going, I'm, I'm just bipolar here in, in all of my NFL analysis. And maybe I got to reconsider. And maybe love isn't that bad. I, I mean, I don't know. You know, it, it, is this a question of how good or bad love is or is this more of a question of the Chiefs really don't blow people out and they're on the road and it's a six-point spread? Is it that I, big of a question? I, that, I, is I it that know. big of a like, question I, that I just stopped your brain from working? It's just one of those things where, like, Green Bay, it, it, they beat, yes, they beat Detroit. I mean, this is the same thing we talked about last week. Like, yes, beating Detroit is like impressive i i guess kind of maybe a little bit it, well it's is still... it impressive or did, did detroit just fucking fumble literally fumble i i literally just think well i i'm to, to talk about detroit that's that's a whole nother game i think detroit is definitely trending in a really bad direction unfortunately like that's gonna that's gonna be this game, this uh, this coming week is going to be real telling. Like, if they can go into New Orleans and they can win by twenty, that's that's gonna that's gonna matter big well, time. It's the golf golf factor, right? We're, we're getting bad golf right now, right? Yeah, yeah. Numerous fumbles, numerous. It's just numerous, a lot of things that that aren't going well for him. But if you take uh, away the first, here's my point: if you take away the first quarter of that Detroit game, Detroit Green Bay game, yeah, you know, I don't think Green Bay wins that game. I think Detroit ends up winning that game for sure, right? So, hundred percent, hundred percent, because they outplayed them the rest of the time. Yeah, and if you take that quarter away and then give Green Bay a loss, then Green Bay isn't sitting in the eight eighth seed. You know, in the eighth. Yeah, but if but if Detroit, this is the argument though, because if the reason I picked the Packers last week was not because I believe the Packers are better than the Lions, it was because if it wasn't for the last three minutes of the game scoring two touchdowns against the Bears, they would have lost to the Bears by. 10 yes, points. Yes, yeah, yeah. The Be- week before. And everybody was like, talking about the moxie of the team because they came back and won that game when maybe the question should have been, why did you have to fight and come from behind to beat the fucking Bears? To beat the Bears, right. All Coming off of your bu- – was it off their bye? Or that maybe I it know. wasn't. I, I, you know, I, I should know. I don't know. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Um, but it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. It, do- it, it doesn't was, matter, It was right? the fucking Bears, right? I mean – I, I'm, I'm sorry. If Detroit is the team that people said that they were, they shouldn't have had a fight from behind in that game. And if Detroit was legit, they wouldn't have went down twenty to six versus Green Bay last week in the first quarter. Yeah, yeah. Green Bay's coming off a win against a horrible Chargers team, and they're coming off a win on Thanksgiving, which everyone's making a much bigger deal about it than it has to be. Oh yeah, I over... think I'm going. I'm going back. To, I'm, I'm mixing up weeks here. I, I'm I'm doing. You know, uh, well, no, I, I'm right. The Lions, Packers, the Chargers. Packers didn't play. When did the Packers play the Chargers? Two weeks ago. Oh, oh, okay. You're going two weeks. Okay. I'm I'm saying they're coming off two uh, two wins. The the Chargers two weeks ago. Oh, and I then... got you. Okay. The, the Lions on Thanksgiving that everyone's making a really big deal about. So 
You screwed me up. I thought I was talking about different weeks. I was like, whoa, Thanksgiving was two weeks ago? No, it was just last week. No, 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 no. But everybody's forgetting that, like, three weeks ago, they lost to Pittsburgh. You know what I mean? Like, Kenny Pickett. And it's not like Jordan Love has done, like, what is he, who is he beating up? He's beating up, like, a horrible, a horrible Detroit defense last week. Horrible. And he beat up the Chargers, who are horrific. Yeah, the Chargers are Chargers are another team that kind of like the Bills. Like, it's kind of like, oh, maybe they're not that good. Now, they are. Not- they're just not. <laughs> Yeah, but you can't say that. You can't say that in the same sentence. They are, but they're not. No, they're I mean, not. they're, they're talented. Not good. They're super talented. They're I would just, say the only team that you could say what you just said, the they are, but they're not, is the Bills. They're the are, but they're not team. And that what, what we're finding they, that out. Su- yeah, it sucks for them, man. They got destroyed by injury. We, I, I've said, I'm not going to say this again. Like that, that, Losing all those defensive pieces entirely changed the outlook of that team. While I tend to agree, every team battles injury. Some teams battle it more, for sure. But I, I is, they it lost all, is it the defense? Is it the defense or is, all, or is they, it defense and lost, the offense? They lost all pro. No, I know, I know, I know. At every level of their defense. I, I know, but I'm not going to put it all on the defense falling behind here, especially the injury. I, the offense hasn't looked great either. For Buffalo, no. right? So, but as this applies to this game here, you know, where we got the Chiefs and the Packers, you know, the Packers lost four straight before they had this three out of four win streak, right? You know, I, I mean, and they lost Lions, Raiders, Broncos, Vikings. And then all, you know, then they beat the Rams. And the Rams, that might have been one of the ripping weeks. I don't even think Stafford played that week. You know, and then they lost to the Steelers, and then you got the, a win versus the Chargers that are not good, and then the Lions, where you basically won because of the first quarter. So, uh, you know, yeah, I think the Packers probably should be six-point dogs at home. But then you look at the Chiefs, and that's the other side of this equation, and the Chiefs just don't blow people out. They haven't for years and years and years, right? We've talked about this on the program for years now. Ever since they had that one monster year, they always get these big, gigantic spreads. And it's like, well, six isn't a gigantic spread. They used to get, like, double digits. Well, they still fucking smoked the Raiders after going down by two touchdowns. Yeah, that, well, that kill, I, I picked the Raiders in that one. And uh, actually, I think I actually picked the Raiders in a... Did I put them in a tease? No, I don't think I put them in a tease, but I definitely did pick them. Um, and that wasn't even close. I, you know, I and, and that was a game I did not rewatch. I only got to rewatch a couple of games this week, and that was not one of them. What happened that game? I know you watched it. You're a Raider fan. I I, I did not. I actually turned it off after uh, after they went up fourteen nothing. I was at work. Oh, okay. And uh, I I couldn't really uh, catch everything that happened, but they were playing it. They were up fourteen nothing. And I laughed out loud at work, and I was, and I just, I, I just knew, I just knew there, there was no fucking way. You, you know, every, every like diehard Raiders fan that was there was like, oh my god, this is the day. 
we're going to smoke the fucking Chiefs. And well, it's like, course. no, you're not. You know, division no, you're not. rivalry game. But, I, yeah, yeah I, at 31-17, I had no real want. Because it, it, I never saw a score that was close. So I had no want to spend the 40, 45 minutes re-watching that game on the condensed version. That's how I do it. I, I don't do the all 22 angles and spend two hours breaking it down. I don't re-watch. I, I just do the, the snapped tackle. Condensed version, that's the way. But I, I didn't want to invest the money because money. Didn't want to invest the time because it never looked like it was a close game. But anyway, the Chiefs, um, you know, they don't. So they won big there. They lost to the Eagles. They won by seven against the Dolphins. They lost to the Broncos. They beat a Chargers team by 14. They beat the Broncos by 11. Uh, Vikings by seven, Jets by three. You know, I mean, six is probably fair. It's on the road. I think I'm going to go the Packers, though. I don't know. I, You know, I feel like Kansas City should easily win this game and should win by more than a touchdown. I didn't even hesitate on this. I, I picked Kansas City for sure. Did you? Yeah. I, I you yeah. know, I had the I had the Packers. I had the Packers down here. Because I just question the Chiefs blowing people out. But, man, I, I just, I, I don't like the Packers. I don't like love. Chiefs defense is way too good for the Packers to even put up any points in this game. Yeah, I, I, I feel like the six is almost like a sucker's bet. Like, if you had made it eight, there, there's probably no difference between eight and six. Not in this game. You know, and I feel like, you know, you, you probably should make it eight because if the Chiefs do win and cover, they probably cover by 10. You know, so. Well, I, you know, I rationalize it like that and I try to do the math that way. And I'm like, it's almost an auto auto Chiefs pick. But I'm going to stick to my guns. I'm, I'm going to take the Packers here. Um, you know, I, I don't like the Packers. It's just I don't trust the Chiefs and the six. You know, I mean, I. I could see a, a four or five, maybe even a six for the push, but uh, I'm going to be wrong here. I know it, but uh, that that's the side that I'm going to take. So I'm on the Packers. Chris is on the Chiefs. And so that will take us to our next game, which is the best game of the week by far. 49ers, Eagles, this game in Philadelphia. The Eagles are a home dog here by three points. The over-under is 48, and this is a trifecta game. Heavy uh, with the tickets. Joe Public has 72% of the tickets with San Francisco. Sharps are also there, and then 57% of the money. So what do you think? The Eagles, I had somebody, uh, a friend of mine from around town here, asked me while we were picking up the kids. He's a diehard Eagle fan. And the craziest Eagle fan you'll ever meet in your life because – He's fucking super nice. And it's not, it's not like, it, it's very meta funny because every Philadelphia Eagle fan I've ever met in my life is a goddamn fucking scumbag, right? And it's like, I, you're lucky that you don't come to blows every time that you come and bump into one, wherever it might be, right? And that could be fucking Flyers, Phillies, Eagles, whatever. But this guy's the nicest guy you can imagine. And he says, yeah, he's like, I just, when I go, I just want people to look back and be like, you know what? There was this one goddamn Eagles fan that was so fucking nice. And uh, so it's anyway. But he asked me, he was like, do you think they can keep doing this? 
That being play all these tight, close games where they got to fight and crawl and scratch and not just run away with it. First off, you have no idea what it's like to work for a company that is based out of Pennsylvania. And uh, no, no, I don't, and I never want to. No, game over, man. Game that over. would be it. Is a suburb. Our headquarters are in a suburb of Philadelphia, I guess, if you want to call that a suburb. Um, and everybody I work with, every single person, uh, is a fucking Eagles fan. Ugh. Everyone. No, no, thank you. Um, I would not. I, I, I hand in my resignation. Well, I, w- I wouldn't interview for the job. I can't. I can't even. Even my best friends, like uh, that, that down here in Florida, that all, all the guys that came down from. I can't even tell you how many how many people in our freaking fantasy league that I run are Eagles fans. Oh, I, I I can't. I the the dude eating horse shit. During the Philadelphia Eagle, uh, you know, celebration is I, it's just how I envision every goddamn Eagle fan. Just crazy, insane, drunk, stupid, eating horseshit. That, that's just what I think. It's just fucking ridiculous. I did not see that. But. Oh, come on. Everybody saw that. It was a super drunk Eagle fan. They win the Super Bowl. And there's a, just a big pile of horse shit from the, the, the court, the, the horse cop, the cop horse walking around, and they're just like, eat it, eat it. He just fucking stuck his face down and ate this shit. It was like, oh, man. It's about to get all stupid up in here. Oh, it did. It did. You know, it was uh, unbelievably gross. So anyway, um, but that, that was his question to me. Uh, not the, the horseshit guy. I don't know who that guy is. Uh, but anyway, my, my friend from around the corner, uh, he was asking, do you think they can continue? And, I, you know, this is going to be the game that if they're going to think they can get by – scraping and clawing for these tight games, this game is not going to work out in their favor. Uh, probably not. No. Uh, I don't think that they're going to play bad. I just I think that they're unfortunately coming off a really tough game and a really tough couple weeks. And San Francisco is with – they're just – they're, when they're healthy, man, they're they're tough to beat. They're really tough to beat. Yeah, I, this is my lock of the week. I picked San Francisco, and this was my best bet. So, uh, and it's not a knock on the Eagles. I hadn't even thought about, you know, where last week's game would have left them in terms of just exhaustion and trying to recoup from the week, um, because it was a hard fought, you know, battle where the 49ers, you know, not so much, right? Uh, so. Yeah, I don't. I, I, this is this is tough for the. the you and know, the 49ers you know what, played though? on Thursday too, so they got a, they got a long rest. This is and it's okay. Like they they don't need to win. That's the one thing about like the NFL. Like they don't they're not going to lose momentum going into the rest of the year if they lose this game. Like they're not. Like they, they, like they yes they have they have to still play the Cowboys. I think um, next week maybe is it next week. Who are you talking about? The 49ers or the Eagles? The, the Eagles. The Eagles have to play the Cowboys, I think, next week. Yeah, well, I, I know uh, they got two games uh, against the Giants down the, down the stretch, but I, I think at least one of those is the final game of the week, and I think they do it like the two out of three, 
So if they do play the Eagles, uh, I'll try to pull up the yeah. schedule real quick. It'll be. I got it. It's it's the it's the like after this week they have the Cowboys. They're probably gonna. Ugh, I don't know. That's gonna. They be got a, a tough shitty two weeks here. Well, they they have a shitty stretch, and, and they have done exceptionally well in this stretch. They have had Dallas, Kansas City, Buffalo, San Francisco, Dallas, and yeah. so after- far they're three and zero. Yeah, right. After this, and after this, after this is over, the this week, and then the Dallas week, they're fine. They got they they can almost coast home with Seattle, New York, Arizona, and New York. Oh, four weeks. They, I, I would imagine they'll be sitting people week eighteen. They might sit people week seventeen. It really, for sure. It, it depends on where they are. You know, for that one seed, because if they beat up on San Francisco here, and they beat up on Dallas. They at least. Oh have my that. God! They could they could start sitting people against Seattle, right? So, uh, but they won't. That's stupid. They're not going to sit guys out that long. I don't even know if they'll fucking sit guys out against the Giants, man. I would think so. week them. eighteen. Yeah, week eighteen they will. Week, week eighteen. No way, because then because then um, not unless they're hurt. Because then that means they if they sit out that week, they won't play. Dudes aren't going to want to sit out for three straight weeks. Oh well, okay, because they got that. Well, so then they may they may not. Well, it's about injury, right? Like I mean, like I just said, unless it's injured, unless they're injuries, like they're not going to want to sit. They're not going to want their players just to be fucking, you know, totally out of shape, and you know that three weeks is a long time to not play football. Well, if they, it is for sure. Uh, but they might do like week seventeen, they play a half and then sit them, and then maybe week eighteen, they just sit some people right out of the gate, right? You know, I mean, if you if you have the number one seed locked up, you would probably be stupid to play Hurts week eighteen, and for the Forty ers and the Cowboys, let's say they had the one seed, you'd be stupid to to start Prescott and Purdy. Why why risk it? Right, uh, but anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. That, that's way down the road. Point being here that they've had a, a, a tough stretch here of three games, two more down. They've won three, and they got this one versus San Francisco. I think we both think it's going to be tough sledding, though. Here, uh, based on the length of time that San Francisco's had off, I just think San Francisco's the better team. I don't. It sounds like I think you do too. And then you know they had a long game last week against Buffalo. Yep, I'm with you. I think San Francisco's a lock here, man. Yeah, is it your lock of the week? If I ask no. it, no, it's not. Okay, no. so it is of mine. It is not of Chris's. We have not got that yet. So those were the three games. Let's rip down the rest of the schedule and then give us. So well, give us. We'll give you our picks. Third down. So we will start on the one o'clock games. We will begin in Washington. Commanders taking on the Dolphins. Dolphins are nine and a half. Point road favorite. 49 is the over under. What do you do here? Oof. I don't know. Um, I think I have to go with the home team, man. Yeah, so did I. I took the commanders. Nine and a half, I thought were a lot of a lot of points. Uh, you know, they beat the Jets last week. The Jets were completely hamstrung in terms of offense with Tim Boyle, who was just awful. And uh, you know, I mean it wasn't I, you know, they ended up covering. Um, but I, you know, I thought it was going to be a blowout, blowout. Um, 
and it wasn't, I don't know, nine and a half is too many points for me. So I'm going to go in the Commanders. You are with Washington as well. So the uh, next game will be in New Orleans. We'll fly out there. Why not? Saints, another home dog. I, home dogs up and down this week. There's seven of them. So this is another one as New Orleans is going to be a dog by four points to the Lions. 47 is the over under here. Uh, I'm taking the Lions. I, I just, I'm done with the Saints. I picked them last week. They lost to the Falcons. I, you know, I, I don't, Lions, potentially, it's an easy win. And I'm hoping that we get good golf. And if we get good golf, four points is no problem, I think. I'm with you. I, I don't, I thought this was a, a silly spread because I, I just, I don't, I told you, I told you at the beginning of the show, I told you about all the injuries. It's crazy. They're missing all their wide receivers. They're missing their, their starting safety and their starting cornerback. Like what, what, I, I don't understand how they're going to win this game. Yeah, I got you. So both Eggies are on Detroit for that one, as is a ton of tickets and uh, money. 79% of the tickets and 81% of the money pool are also with Detroit. So Patriots, after they lost on the road last week with what I think was a blatant telling the kicker to shank the goddamn kick. I know people have told me I'm crazy. That doesn't happen. But I, I'll tell you, I, I watched that replay of that kick over and over and over again, and it just looks like he just blatantly aims to the left, and it's just like, yeah, fucking... There we go. We're going to get a better pick this this year. So, anyway, the Patriots now go home. They're going to be a five-and-a-half-point five-and-a-half-point dog to the Chargers of all goddamn teams. 39 is the over-under. Who do you take here? Chargers. Best bet of the week. Oh, that's your luck, huh? All right. Um, yeah, I have no faith in the Chargers. I, I think they win this game, but I just saw the five-and-a-half, and I said, I even at, at the Patriots, I, I can't. I, I can't. I, they're a bad team, but five-and-a-half points. I, I'm only taking them because of how well they played against the Ravens. Yeah, but they still lost, you know? I mean. Uh, that was a close game, man. I watched that whole game. I was impressed. Like Baltimore is supposed to, Baltimore's defense is supposed to be like one of the best in the NFL, and they gave them a run for their money. Yeah, I still question that defense. I, you know, I, I know that P, uh, Pro Football Focus was talk, talking all up and down about Jadavion Clowney and what a great year he's had this year. But I, I just, I, the whole Baltimore team, I, I get it. They're nine and three. They're good. I just question their top-line potential. Uh, and uh, so, I don't know. I, I don't give the Chargers as much credit for last week's loss as you do. So, we're going to be on opposite sides there. Falcons-Jets this game in East Rutherford. Jets two-home point dog to the Falcons. 33-and-a-half. The lowest point total of the week is the over-under here. Uh, do you want the Jets? You've been taking the Jets pretty consistently recently. Uh, I am going to take the Jets. You're right. Yeah, I thought so. You, you like taking the Jets here. I'm on the other side. Uh, this team, I, I, I hate. I, there's so many teams I just hate because every time I pick them, they go the other way. But I'm going to pick the Falcons here just because every time I pick the Falcons, they go the other way. So, I, you know, I'm going to pick them here and they're going to lose. So, but, so you're on the Jets with the home two points. I'm with the Falcons who are atop the miserable NFC South which is just comical how bad uh, the, the NFC South is this year. Uh, anyway, you're along with everybody else. It's a trifecta game. Everybody in favor of the Jets. Steelers hosting the Cardinals. If you can believe this, the Steelers behind the great Kenny Pickett are six-and-a-half-point favorites 
against Arizona, probably large in part due to the fact that Cardinals looked awful last week. Uh, Over-under is 41. Uh, I don't know what to do with this game. I picked the Cardinals because I thought 6.5 was just fucking too much for Kenny Pickett. Yeah, I took the Cardinals too. I love the Cardinals here. Yeah, I wouldn't say I love him, but I definitely don't love Kenny Pickett enough to <laughs> give him six and a half points. I thought that was fucking crazy. But the Cardinals look so bad. Like, what do you do? Four and a half? Four and a half is probably an easy Steelers pick, right? Four and a half is totally different, probably. That's what I'm saying, right? Even, even, oh my, I would love this. I would probably love them at. Two and a half. I would probably bet oh, them. Two, two and a half. <laughs> two and a half. <laughs> two and a half home Steelers against the Cardinals. Yeah, of course. I would love that too. So would everybody else. I. Right. Anyway. I'm talking about you know kind of putting points in my favor, like just getting an alternate spread. Oh, all spread. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, you could tease it and just make it a Steelers, uh, a Steelers pick them. Which may be foreshadowing for our fourth down segment. Uh, anyway, like I hit the uh, whistle button there, I hit it again and again and again and again as we will travel to the final one o'clock game in Tennessee. Titans are a one point home dog to the Indianapolis Colts. Go figure. The Colts, who currently have a playoff spot, if you can believe that. 42 and a half is the over under trifecta in favor of Tennessee right now. And that's where I put my pick as well. I pick Tennessee here at home. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to take Tennessee. I have zero faith in that, that kid. I, that team just, they're disgusting to me. (laughs) They're a bad team. I just, I I mean, Gardner Minshew on the road here. Uh, I'm not, I'm not picking Indy because I like Indy either. Actually, that's not true. I, I, I think that, uh. Is Taylor hurt and playing or is he just not, is he hurt and not playing? Is he is he playing? No, he's not playing. No. Taylor already got banged up last week. He's not playing this week. He had he had surgery on his hand. Yeah, no. Oh, I didn't know it was surgery. Yeah, I, I well, the, it was the holiday weekend, so I haven't followed up with. It. I just I tried the top level. I haven't looked. I'll look at tomorrow morning. Uh, no, there's picks, yeah, they're they're saying they're saying two to three weeks. Oh, two to three weeks. So I, you know, he definitely not playing next week. So I, I mean, this week. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know if that really matters, right? Because they were getting production out of Moss prior to that. So, and running backs, it's kind of a dime or a dozen. Surprising, again, that they kind of paid him the way they did. You know, they played hardball, and then they actually paid him. But uh, whatever. Uh, let's go to the 4 o'clock games. Bucks panthers this game in Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, a five-point favorite. I mean, it's like, holy shit, the Bucks are going to be a five-point favorite. But they're playing the goddamn Panthers. So, of course. 37 is the over-under. What do you do here? So horrible. This is another horrible game. Awful game. Uh, I took Tampa Bay. Yes, yeah, so I, I really don't care. Yeah, nor do I. I you know, the Panthers, five and a half, five points. I thought was a lot for Tampa Bay, but then it's like, what, I mean, Carolina's really bad, and I, you know, he, probably a nice enough kid, but fucking Bryce Young is terrible. Like if you just watch the tape, and if you watch anybody break down the tape on Bryce Young, you just kind of realize it, that. It was really a stretch for him to go probably in the first round anyway. Like, much less the first pick. Uh, yeah, it's not working out too well for that kid. No, not at all. Sucks. Yeah, and I didn't watch him enough in college. I just, you know, I know he was crazy tiny, and I hated that. So I never would have picked him number one. 
Um, I, but- I watched him a bunch. They For some reason, they always play Alabama games down here. I guess it's because I'm that well, far south. south but, dude, yeah. You're SEC country. But, yeah, he uh, – which is crazy. They're, the CBS lost that contract. I can't believe that. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll talk about that in our college football podcast. Yeah. Uh, I just heard that tonight. That's why I said it. Um, but not, I hadn't heard it. That's that, why I'm trying to stay away from it. I don't want to out myself uh, for not knowing what the fuck you're talking about. Oh, ESPN, ESPN stole SEC games now. Oh, no, I think I did hear that. Did that happen recently or did it happen a little while ago? It, yeah, it happened recently. This, is, this was the last game for CBS to, to host tonight was the SEC championship. Yeah, 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 but but I mean, I think they announced that a, a while yeah. ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I'm looking back, and it was. Uh, it looks like it was. <laughs> it was three years ago. Yeah, it, it was. It was uh, December of 2020 that the actual announcement was, and so. Oh, gotcha. So this was the end of that, but. Uh, yeah, this that's is the I end of I, their, I think I heard their... about it. Yeah, we all heard about it three years ago. Uh, I don't yeah. know. We're talking contract right. talk. All right, uh, enough of this shit. So you're on Tampa Bay, as am I. Um, Rams, Browns, this game in, in Los Angeles. Rams favored by four here. Browns turning to Joe Flacco, if you can believe that one, here in week 13 to try to right the ship without Watson, who's obviously out, and then a rookie they don't have faith in, and then an XFLer that they gave two games, uh, you know, uh, slack to before they uh, pulled him. So 40 and a half is the over-under. Uh, I'm going to go first here. I, I just took I took Los Angeles. I, Browns, I, their defense is really good. I, just, I, I don't know. They're, they're changing so much shit. They can't figure it out. It's I think the ship has sailed for Cleveland this year. Yeah, I took the Rams too. Uh, once again, another game I don't – it's not like I have a faith in. It's not like I'm going to throw a bunch of money at, but – Poor Cleveland, man. I, I, you know, turn into Joe Flacco. You might as well just fucking bag the season. I know, but what's crazy is that they've got this second playoff spot, the the second wild card slot. Yeah, for now. I for now. That's 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 what one would think, right? You know, without without Denzel Ward, uh, that's uh, and Miles Garrett's banged up. Like it's only a matter of time. Although he said that his shoulder is completely fine. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. Yeah, I, I mean, their schedule, I, I will say this for Cle- Cleveland's schedule. They they got a tough one here in the next game. You know, they got this game versus the Rams, and then they've got uh, Jaguars at home. At least it's at home. But then the Bears, you figure that's a win. You got to go to Houston. We'll see how Houston performs here in the next couple of days. Then you got the Jets. If they're out of it, Aaron Rodgers is definitely not playing. So you got a, a shitty Jets team, and then you got to go to Cincinnati, a team that might just be completely out of it. And so, point being is that if they can survive here and get a win here versus the Rams and then get a win maybe versus the Jags, you're looking at 9 and 4 with a really soft schedule. They might just they might pull it off. I think it's tough to think that though. You got to really see what happens here with Flacco uh going into Los, Los Angeles. I think that's going to be a telltale sign. Yeah. It's going to be tough. It's going to be a tough little stretch for them regardless with with Joe Flacco at the helm. I don't care. I mean, Joe Flacco. It's Joe Flacco. Holy shit. I, he's fine. I mean, he's he's an NFL. He's a proven NFL quarterback. I get it. Oh, proven you know? my ass. Did you see him last year? For, what was it last year for the Jets or the year before? That? He was terrible. 
He is so done. I hated him when he was in Baltimore. Even, you know, when he won a Super Bowl and then he got a monster contract. I mean, everybody laughed about that because nobody liked Flacco. You know, his numbers were terrible. And the guy is back. Uh, I Listen, he is a serviceable human being who can throw a football and run an offense, for sure. Or is he a human being that's a serviceable quarterback? <laughs> no, he's a serviceable human being. A serviceable human being. All right, so be it. So final game of the year, uh, of the year. Jeez, I, I'm trying to end the, the year very fast because I have not been a fan of the regular season product. But it, unfortunately, we have a couple more year, weeks left. Uh, but the last game of the week is the Jaguars-Bengals. It is the Sunday, no, sorry, not the Sunday night game. We talked about that. It's the Monday night game. Where the Jaguars are an eight and a half point favorite versus Cincinnati. Eight and a half points for the Jags. 38 and a half is the over under. I don't know. Eight and a half is just too many points for me to pick the Jaguars here. That's so many points. It's so many points. So it was at nine, it was at nine and a half, like two days ago, three days ago. Well, I, I I mean I pulled these I pulled all these stats from DraftKings earlier in the day. I'll see if it has moved. It's actually went up a full point, so now it's at nine and a half. And if you ask yeah, me, see? it's you, fucking ridiculous. I know, but if you ask me, I think it went from eight and a half to nine and a half because I think this is the game that's getting teased everywhere. I think this is the teaser special, and at eight and a half, that six brings it to two and a half. So it's just a field goal win where the nine and a half brings it to three and a half and it's a field goal loss. Dude, this poor kid from Louisville cannot. Are you watching this game? I have it on in the background, but I haven't looked up since Florida State got that touchdown and went up 10 3. This poor guy cannot punt the ball and they just keep making him punt the ball. And I'm like, oh my God, dude. Let the quarterback punt. Although, let the quarterback. I, I will let, let the quarterback. I, I, that's fine. I just, I got to talk because they have just went to the same stretch of three girls that are in the front row. I, they're the, the, the fatty fat fats. <laughs> no offense, women. You know, but some of you are not meant to be featured as the sexy college girls of student body X. And, well, I mean, especially the ones that look like that wearing. It's not even that they're like they're they're obnoxiously overweight. They're just wearing really tight leather outfits. I know. Like, what are you? If there what is, are you wearing? if there is anything that is more, uh, I can't think of the words right now, but symbolic of our times, right? Compare that picture of those three fours being shown multiple times throughout this game as though it's like, here you go, you know, drunken college boys. You want to go to Florida State or you want to know what it's like at Florida State? Here are four fours for you. It's a lot of fours because I know this is going to, you know, make you run to the bathroom and, you know, have fun with yourself. But, like, this is not Brett Musburger going all goo-goo gaga over Jen Sturger and the FSU Cowgirls. That, that's what you want to show, you know, that, and, and it was acceptable back then. Maybe not Musburger, Dude. who got a little X-rated there with the Cowgirls. But, you know, I mean, they, they, that's what they used to try to find. Find me tens. Find me tens, and if they have less clothing, the better. And let's show them a couple of times on TV. 
it wasn't, you know, find me a couple of average broads and uh, throw them up there because, uh, you know, I, I don't know what that's trying to accomplish, you know. Have you seen any of their games this year, Florida State? Uh, I've watched bits and pieces of games when they were close or they were big, but no, I, I haven't. Oh, my God. You should have seen the fucking girls at the FSU, the game that FSU played Florida like last week. Uh, FSU Florida last week. Oh, yeah, that game, you know, again, I didn't watch. I saw, you know, the, the kid get racked at the end. I saw that big hit. We, I think we were recording the game when the game was going on. So I was we watching it sporadic, been, yeah. sporadically. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, it's just those are not the girls that you want to show. ABC, I'm sorry. Nobody wants to see them. So, uh, not even their boyfriends. Their boyfriends would rather see, you know, the other hot girls that are just like, who else is on this campus that I just haven't found yet? So, uh, <laughs> what are you doing here? You're going to go, uh, you're going to end up going Bengals? That's what I did. I went Bengals. I thought eight and a half was too many points. Nine and a half now is way too many points for me. Yeah, I took I took the Bengals. Okay. So, Bengals for both of us, and that'll conclude our picks for the week. And now we will jump into our wagering. Fourth down. Uh, we'll do best bets. I already gave you mine. San Francisco. Chris said his was the Chargers. Yeah. So Chargers for Chris. San Francisco for me. Who are your? He's gone. <coughs> Pardon me. Oh. Uh, I'm on a delay here because I do Direct TV stream. So, and stream oh. is always on a little bit of a delay, but... Oh, uh, my God, dude. You wait till you see him. I, I got him going. Number four is now taking off. Watch. Watch watch the end of the oh. play. Watch him take... <laughs> Cameraman guy. Leveled. Dude, he's he all right. Level- he's all right. Now. He levels the guy. Show the replay. Show the replay. Oh. Well, you know, sometimes that turns out to be a uh, a gift from God. And I will refer to the story way back in the day when Herschel Walker slammed into this camera guy. The guy ended up having to go to get an x-ray on his head because he really smacked him. And I, if I'm not mistaken, they found like a brain tumor. And then, oh yeah, that the guy never would have found out about otherwise. And Is this then, Jake the Snake Plumber's kid? Oh, I don't know. Is it, a, is it Plumber? Yeah, it is Plumber. I have no clue. That's a good question. So they found a brain tumor? Yeah, and it was all because Herschel Walker leveled the guy and just oh went full head of steam into this camera guy. And I guess, you know, they, they did it. He was, you know, a shot. And so they gave him an x-ray and they found this tumor. And I think they ended up doing radiation or whatever. And I, I don't know what ever happened to the guy. But, uh, you know, had Herschel Walker never ran into him, he never would have gotten the x-ray. He just all of a sudden it would have been like, hey. I don't know. I can't see all of a sudden one day. Oh, that's because you have a gigantic mass behind your eye. Uh, but they found it otherwise because of this. So, uh, anyway, random story. Florida State, there was, uh, you know, a big play. Louisville looks to be driving here. They're down seven points. Not that that matters on a recorded podcast, but, uh, you know, if you were watching, at least you can uh, you remember where, where you were when we were talking about this game. So. Dude, these Florida State kids are getting away with murder on defense. Yeah, I, well. Uh, that's everywhere now. That's that's the NFL too. Uh, the NFL, the play, the play has gotten so ridiculously. I, I, I just want to say sloppy. I don't want to say dirty, but you know, maybe it's always been that way. And it's just with all the camera angles, you see so much more. But God, the, the, the grabbing on both sides, both offense and defense, now 
on because everything has just become a passing offense, right? I mean, running is is like nothing. But, uh, you know, uh, just all the hand grabbing and all the contact on these routes, it's like you can throw a flag whenever you want to. Uh, you know, which, what do you call it, went off on this week was uh, Pete Carroll on the Thursday night game. He went off on all that That's shit. crazy. So, but anyway, all right, so fourth down here, we'll go to our wagers. Did I already hit the sounder? Oh, I did. Yeah, because we, we were giving picks before we uh, – you got me all off track here. I, I picked the Chargers. You picked San Francisco. Uh, no, sorry, other way around. Uh, you picked Chargers. I picked San Francisco. Who are your super contest picks? Uh, so I went with Miami – not Miami uh, – Washington, uh, Detroit, Arizona, San Francisco, and KC. And KC. Okay, so – of those, I also have San Francisco as it was my best bet. And then I had Detroit as well. I then went Atlanta, Tennessee, and Cincinnati. Those were my my super contest picks. So we had two that were the same, those being San Fran and Detroit. And then we went uh, different avenues for our other three picks. And I, I really I look at it, I'm like, man, Tennessee, Atlanta, and Cincinnati, huh? Those are the three. It's, not, it's a shitty week because of so many uh, buys. Yeah, well, there are a lot of buys this week. There are six teams on buys. And for these, those of you scoring at home, Bills, Bears, Giants, Raiders, Vikings, and Ravens all out. Uh, which you would have known as we went through this fucking podcast because we didn't talk about them. So, here we go. Uh, gambling, what are you going to do? Where are you at right now with your payroll? Uh, 60, 62.50. 62.50. Now, I ended up actually hitting a little bit last week. So I made a small rally, not as big as I would have liked to have, but it put me up at about 5500 So you still have me by about 500 bucks here. So as it is, I will let you kick first. Yeah, so uh, just with my straight bets, I did Moneyline on Arizona to give me a little bit of juice. So it's 100 to win 300 uh, I probably have a good chance if... Kenny Pickett plays Kenny Pickett style. Sure. Although, as the week progresses, I did these picks on Wednesday. So, as the week progresses, it turns out like a lot of Arizona is hurt. So, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna roll with it anyway. But, um, and then I did Detroit uh, with the spread. I'm gonna lay a hundred on that to win two hundred. Uh, that's at a, a spread that has changed. Uh, I had it at three and a half. I think it's at four and a half now. Uh, not- I, th- I had it at four. I haven't seen it quite yet. I'll look right here, but I know it was at four when I pulled this earlier today. It's at four and a half now, so it's changed another half. Yeah, yeah, keeps keeps moving. Um, but I will take the earlier in the week odds. Thank you. Uh, next, I did a money line parlay of. 100 to win 350, and that's on San Francisco, Kansas City, and Jacksonville. Jack. Now, remember, I took Cincinnati, but I'll take Jacksonville on the, the money, money line. line. Yeah, no, I got you. Um, and then I did – my last bet, I did a prop bet, which I've already lost – so I might as well sneak another team in here instead. But uh, I did Dallas. I did a, an adjusted line, alt-line alt spread parlay. Okay. So I, I 
took some points away from Dallas and brought it down to six and a half. They wound up winning by what six? Yeah, I forgot what it was, but yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't cover. Yeah, they didn't cover. I know that. I um, know what it was? So then I did. Uh, I, I I'll slide another team in there. So might as well throw like uh I don't know. Throw throw Cincinnati in there. At uh, throw Kansas City in there at their at their minus six. Actually, I'd like to bring them down, but I'll I'll leave it at minus six because that'll leave the odds the same. Uh, them at minus six. Uh, Arizona at plus seven and a half. Uh, Chargers down to two and a half. And then I'm going to bring the Dolphins spread down to six and a half. And I'll take that. Take the chance on that. Okay, so I, I, are you saying that you, you had Dallas, but since we're doing it later, you're going to knock them out and you're going to go with these other teams that you just get, said? Yeah, Okay, correct. so Chris is going to do a, uh, a alt-line parlay where applicable Kansas City minus six, Arizona plus seven and a half, Chargers minus two and a half, and Miami minus six and a half, correct? Yeah, and that's a hundred to win around six hundred. Gotcha. And that's all I'm gonna do. This okay. Week. Well, I didn't do that much either. I'm actually gonna try to do a round robin again with uh a money line dogs. I'm gonna take Tennessee, Denver, and Philadelphia. And I'm going to throw them. I'm going to take uh, all three combinations plus the three-team combo. So that'll give me four total, 50 each way, so 200 total out of there. So that'll be, you know, round, round robin plus the fourth, uh, you know, three-team money line, uh, whatever, the dog money line win. So uh, I'll be doing that as one of mine for one of my bets for 200 total. And then I'm going to do Atlanta, San Francisco as a, I'm going to take them uh, 100 to win 361. I'm going to take them with their spreads. And then I'm going to do a tease. And the tease I'm going to do is going to be Pittsburgh, Rams, and Jacksonville. So Pittsburgh comes down to a half point. Jacksonville comes down to two and a half, although now... As I was saying, that's now three and a half because that has moved. So that kind of sucks because I had them under the field goal. Now it's over the field goal. Uh, and then the Rams, it's kind of silly because it moves them through zero and it moves them to plus two, which is, you know, what are you doing here? But I just wanted to get the Rams in there. I think they're going to win, and I don't want to think about the, the spread. So I just put them there because fuck it. I, you know, I don't take advantage of the other two points. So I'm just basically using a four point, a four point tease there instead of the six, just to make sure that they win. So, uh, and I'm going to put 200 for five twenty there. So again, Tennessee, Denver and Philadelphia in a money line dog round Robin, uh, plus the combo of all three teams, Atlanta, San Francisco parlay, and then Pittsburgh Rams, Jacksonville, Tees. So, and that all put together is 500. So it brings my 5,500 down to an even 5,000. So, and that's all she wrote. We are out of here for week 13. What do you got planned on your Sunday there, Christopher? Uh, unfortunately, I still got to work every Sunday. Oh, boo hoo hoo hoo. Cry. Cry me a river. I do not. Uh, I'm going to be sitting on my ass in the rain once again in, in New Jersey. 
It's like we had rain all weekend in the fall, and now, you know, finally get done with all the rec sports with the kids, and it's just raining on Sundays and shit, so. Rained last weekend for the game that we went to, and now we rain again, so I'll be on the couch doing shit, so. You enjoy yourself at work. Everybody else out there, you enjoy yourselves. Hopefully, it's in some kind of sunny land, uh, you know, so you don't have to just sit inside in the rain like me, but. Get those trees wrapped up. Hopefully, they don't fall off the top of your car. And, uh, I don't know, if you celebrate Hanukkah, you know, that's coming up on the 7th. So, you know, good luck decorating your houses and all the rest of that. And everybody who's gambling, remember to gamble responsibly, whatever the hell that means. But do that, and I hope you win all your bets. So, Chris, I will talk to you later, sir. Adios. Adios.